Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to In Real Life with Evan Halpern. Thank you for coming today. Thank you for listening today. I am now on Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts, Podcast Index, Listen Notes, and Apple Podcasts. I'm trying to get into Google Podcasts. It's a little bit harder because they have their own thing. Um, I cannot set up what is called an RSS to go straight into Google Podcasts like I can with the others that I just named. On socials, I have a Twitter. My Twitter is in real life with Evan Halperin. The at is in real life, and the I in in is a one. To start off today, we will be talking about last yesterday's episode, the last episode, episode one, which was about Russia's plan. I'm just going to go over that very quickly. And the Don't Say Gay Bill, um, which is not really the Don't Say Gay Bill. We'll get into that. It's the Florida House Bill, House Bill 1557. And I want to get into that. And that's going to be the chunk of today's episode. Before we get started with that, I want to give a congratulations to the Kansas Jayhawks, who I had picked in my bracket. They won March Madness. Very cool for them. Go Jayhawks. So about Russia, um, I talked with a couple people uh, about what they thought Russia was going to do. And I agree with them, and they kind of shed some light on this. And I realized I already kind of knew this, but I didn't really say it. Russia wants the Black Sea. They want the port. They want the ports in the Black Sea, and they just want the Black Sea. That's the only part of Ukraine they want. Is the part that touches the Black Sea. So, I think that's where they're going if they can get through Ukraine. I don't think they want to even go through all of Ukraine. I don't think they want to go farther than Ukraine. But that's where I believe that they will want to go. So now, about the Don't Say Gay Bill. Florida House Bill, 1,557. The media has done a huge disservice to this bill. The mainstream media, huge disservice. I don't really care about the politics around it so much as the actual bill. How about we call it its real name, Florida House Bill 1557, not the Don't Say Gay Bill, because in fact, Florida House Bill 1,557 does not say gay in it at all. It says nothing about gay. It says nothing about lesbian. It says nothing about transgender. It says nothing about any of these things. To me, this is like if I were to call Amendment 1, the First Amendment, Amendment of Free Speech, the ability to yell fire in a crowded theater. Because it's really not. It's the fact it's the exact opposite. See, the Amendment 1, you can say anything if it's not a call to action, if it's not a threat against somebody. So, Florida House Bill 1557 gives parents a scope of knowledge about what their children are lear- learning excuse me, and what's happening in their schools. It's not a don't say gay bill, because the bill doesn't say gay. So the bill goes into effect July 1st, but it's not the only bill like it. There is a bill in Kansas, Kansas's House Bill 2662. That's very similar. There's a bill in Tennessee. House Bill 800 for Tennessee, also very similar. And there's Indiana's House Bill, House Bill 1040. Again, very, very similar. The problem for me about all these bills, why I'm focusing on the Don't Say Gay Bill, not only because it's much bigger, broader scoped in the range of media and what we are talking about with today's current events, 
But these bills, if you read them, the actual full text of the bill, are about seven to nine pages long. Whereas the Florida House Bill 1557 is about four pages. And even that is really long. We're not going to be going over the whole thing. But we'll get to that in a second. And when you have a bill that's around seven to nine pages that doesn't contain multiple things, it's about parental rights and education, you tend to reinstate things. I don't really like to reinstate things. Restate, sorry, not reinstate. I apologize, my apologies. To restate things. I don't really like to restate things. I don't believe there's a huge point to restate things, and so we're not going to today. The Florida bill being four, pa four pages is short and to the point, although it is a governmental bill, which means that it is long. So, I tried looking at the Florida House Bill 1557, and I was having a hard time finding it because I didn't really know it was called the Florida House Bill 1557, and I doubt many of you knew that. If you did, good for you. Personally, I can't say that it came to mind all that quickly because mainstream media and not mainstream media just really hasn't been saying Florida House Bill 1557, like you say, Bill C-16, or anything like that been called the Don't Say Gay Bill. NBC had a headline, in fact. It was called, it said something along the lines of, Florida passes Don't Say Gay Bill. It didn't even have the name of the bill. Call it House Florida House Bill 1557, and then you can say, we, like, we think this is Don't Say Gay Bill, whoever the author of that uh, particular column was. I'm, I'm not completely sure who it was. But so we're going to go over it. So, what I did was I looked up Florida House Bill 1557, and for me, the first link that came up was the general bill, basically a summary. And so that's what I'm going to go over. I'm going to first read through it all, and then I'm going to read through it sentence by sentence and kind of break it down for you guys today. And then after that, I read through the entire bill, so I'm going to bring up a couple of key points that I think really should be focused on. So if you can't just look up Florida House Bill 1557, if you go to www.floridasenate, or Florida is FL, senate.gov forward slash session forward slash bill forward slash 2022 forward slash 1557, you can find this, the general bill. So the name of the bill in the general bill, Parents, Rights, and Education, I'm going to read through it, and then we'll go back sentence by sentence, and I'll break it down for you guys. Requires district, district school boards to adopt procedures that comport with certain provisions of law for notifying students' parents of specified information. Requires such, such procedures to reinforce fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding upbringing and control of their children. Prohibit school district from adopting procedures or student support forms that prohibit school district personnel from notifying parent about spe specified information or that encourage student to withhold, withhold from parent such information. Prohibit school district personnel from discouraging or prohibiting parental notification and involvement in critical decisions affecting students' ment mental health, emotional health, or physical well-being. Being. Mm -mm, excuse me. Prohibits classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in certain grade levels. 
requires school districts to notify parents of health care services, authorizes parents to bring action against school district to obtain declaratory judgment, provides for additional award of injunctive relief, damages, and reasonable attorney fees and court costs to certain parents. Okay, so that's the entire general bill. That's the summary of the bill. It's not the whole bill. But it's a pretty detailed summary. So what I'm going to do, and actually, it requires, or I, I apologize, it takes sentences from the full bill, and it kind of copy and pastes them in order in the general bill. So we're going to break it down sentence by sentence. So the first sentence requires district school boards to adopt procedures that comport with certain provisions of law for notifying students' parents of specified information. What this basically means is school boards must have plans that follow the law for having information about the curriculum curriculum, at the ready should parents want to see it. So comport means to behave with, to follow. So I think that's pretty cut and dry. I don't really see any problem with that. If parents want to see what teachers are teaching their children, they have a right to see it. It should be at the ready. They shouldn't have to wait. Okay. Requires such procedures to reinforce fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding upbringing and control of their children. So what this means is that parents have the right to have their child not be taught something, such as racial uh, discrimination that happened in history, religion, about wars, about different holidays, for whatever reason. And the school needs to have a plan to support these parents, whether that be take them out of class for that class period, or to teach them something completely different that their parents want to teach them, they need to have a plan. Okay? Prohibit school districts from adopting procedures or student support forms that prohibit school district personnel from notifying parents about specified information or that encourage students to withhold from parents such information. Okay, so... A student support form, for those of you who don't know, is a survey you fill out if you have a question or problem that a uh, group will then read uh, from the school, and they will put you in touch with a person that can solve your problem or answer your question or do whatever needs to be done. Okay, so what this bill, or sorry, what this section is saying is the school cannot have plans uh, or regulations or laws or rules that stop or try to stop teachers and workers in the school from talking with parents about their children in any capacity and cannot bribe or further convince the students to not talk about their parents about the school in any capacity. So it's not saying teachers have to say, hey kids, you have to talk with your parents about this. And it's also doesn't say that the school says that, hey parents, hey teachers, sorry, The school doesn't have to say, hey, teachers, talk with the parents about this, but they can't say don't. Prohibit school district personnel from discouraging or prohibiting parental notification and involvement in critical decisions affecting students' mental, emotional, or physical well-being. Okay, so what this says is that teachers and other workers need to involve parents about decisions about the child's mental, emotional, and physical well-being. That's pretty cut and dry. If a child gets a boo-boo, the parents should probably know about it. If the child says they want to kill themselves, the parents should probably know about it. If this child had a breakdown for no apparent reason, 
parents should probably know about it. Okay, so the next prohibits classroom discussion about sexually sexual orientation or gender identity in certain grade le- grade levels. So this is summarized, um, and this is where the real problem was for most of the media that I was able to comprehend at least. So this stops teachers from talking to students about sexual orientation or gender identity. And these certain grade levels happen to be kindergarten through third grade. So it says that teachers cannot talk to students about sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, and kindergarten through third grade. That's where the problem was. Now, if you want to talk to my child when I have a child about sexual ori- sexual orientation or gender identity, when they when he or she is in kindergarten or third grade, we have a serious problem because I should be the only one to talk to them about that topic and it won't be when they're that young. Now, granted, when they're older and they need to have a class about it, class about sexual health, something of that nature, completely fine, but not in kindergarten and third grade. Require school districts to notify parents of health care services. So parents need to be notified if the student goes to the nurse and needs medical attention. That's pretty cut and dry. And that really already happens in every state. It's kind of been restated in this bill, made wording a little bit stronger, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Authorizes parent to bring action against school district to obtain dec- declaratory judgment. So parents can sue the school if any of these plans, rules, uh, are not followed. So it provides for, and then the last sentence, it provides for additional award of injunctive relief, damages, and reasonable attorney fees and court costs to certain parents. So that means if it goes to a court, the parents decide to sue when it goes to a court, and the judge believes that the parents have a real complaint, and they should, and the school was out of line and did something wrong, Then the judge can tell the school, or the state in this case, sometimes, to pay the family um, X amount of dollars. So that's the full general bill. Now some key points of the whole bill. So what the bill does, it prohibits classroom discussion about sexual, sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels or in a specified manner. So for those of you who don't know, primary grade level is K through 5. And in some places could 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 be considered 6 through 8. I really consider it K through 5. A school district may not encourage classroom discussion about sexual sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. So even after primary grade levels, there are some things that kids really do not need to know. Now, they might know it. They might find it on their own time because it's available on the web. Now, that's a discussion for another time. But schools really shouldn't be teaching kids in 6 through 8 grades about some type of sex. And even into high school, by that time, every kid already knows, but it's just not right sometimes especially if the parent decides that it's not right, it's not what their kid needs to be taught, then school shouldn't be able to teach it. And so a court may award damages and shall award reasonable attorney fees and court costs to a parent who receives declaratory or injunctive relief. So 
So, if the school does something wrong, whether on purpose or accidentally, there needs to be something happens. And it's not a punishment in this case. Um, it is a parent uh, or the family getting money, getting some substantial type of relief. So I don't see any real problem with that. If you do, you can talk to me. Um, pretty soon I will have a website. I will have a place where you can donate to me if you feel. Don't at all feel mandatory. It's not at all mandatory. You don't at all need to. But that website will also allow me to gain sponsors to make some money off of this. Um, which is not the plan. Or which is not the goal, I should say. It is kind of the plan. But it's not the goal. I love talking to you guys. These 15, 30 minutes out of my day, it's, it's fun for me. I like it. But if I could make some money off of it as a side hustle, that'd be really cool as well. It doesn't need to be from you guys. I can get sponsorships. I can get all of that cool stuff. So you can talk to me. I will have a website up. The platforms that I am on currently are Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcast, Podcast Index, Listen Notes, App, and Apple Podcast. Um, DM me on Twitter. Right now, that's the only way you can reach me, at In Real Life. Uh, the at is In Real Life, and the I in the, I in the N is a one. That's the only way you guys can talk to me right now. I am looking to get an Instagram, possibly a Facebook, so that you guys can talk to me, interact, tell me what you want to hear tell me how I'm doing. And that's pretty much it. This was episode two of In Real Life with Evan Halpern. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a pleasure to talk to you guys. Have a wonderful day.